Welcome back to the show on this stunning Melbourne day. 31 degrees, an absolute peach out there. A couple of amazing things have happened in cricket this week. Glenn Maxwell's innings, of course, against Afghanistan. An amazing game in the Shield yesterday. South Australia defeating Queensland by just three runs. An amazing finals day of cricket. Uh, South Australian assistant coach, former Australian test fast bowler and SEN commentator Ryan Harris was there. He's just got back from Queensland. He's been good enough to, to join us. Hello, Ryan. G'day, Julian. Nice to, nice to chat there, mate. Great to have you on. Uh, you've been involved in many great and unbelievable games of cricket over the years. Where does that one rate? What happened on that final day? Oh, it's yeah, definitely, definitely up there. One of the better ones I've been a part of. Definitely probably the best one, um, or one of the one of the yeah, good ones that I've, I've been a part of as a coach. So um, it was just a, a, a great game of cricket. As obviously the, the first day and a bit was, was sort of hampered by rain and it's it, it sort of there for a bit, you know, we, we weren't sure what was going to happen and if there was going to be a result, but, um, you know, it was, it was just a great day of cricket yesterday and, uh, it wasn't encouraged. did what he does. You know, he did, he played beautifully, um, as did, um, and oh, controlled the innings and controlled the run chase, uh, really, really well. And then as did Joe Burns, but once Joe, once Burns got out, um, it sort of went downhill there for, for Queensland, but, um, yeah, just a huge, it's a big day for our, for our group, South Australian group. We, 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 um, they worked really hard yesterday and, um, and they got the result. It was nice to see. Yeah, only the fourth time in Shield history a match has been decided by three runs or less. The first time in 20 years that has happened. Did you think you were, you were gone? The two for 179. They, they were cruising with, as you say, Usman Khawaja made 114. Uh, Joe Burns made 91 and then they lost their last eight wickets for 90. At that stage of the innings when those two were going, did you think, I don't think we can peg him back from here. Oh, yeah, yes. <laughs> There's a lot of emotion, um, emotions going up and down in the in the in the coach's box. Um, I, I always, yeah. I, there's always that hope. You always think you get one, you could get a couple. And with the wicket the way it was, it was pretty good. But it, it was probably hard to start on. Um, and, and I knew that if we got one, um, you know, ideally it was Usman. But um, you know, we, we 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 get one, we could probably you know get a couple more, and then that could just build a bit a bit of pressure on Queensland. So. But I mean, it, it, the way they were going, the way they were playing, it, they had it in, in under control, and that was that. It, I mean, it didn't look like that, and didn't feel like we we're going to get a wicket there for a while. But um, it, it's that again, once again, it's just credit to our to our bowlers that just kept running in and and stuck to their plans, and 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 you know, and and as I said, just built that enough, built enough pressure to to make Joe probably the, the ball he nicked was was probably one of the worst balls. It was a hard volley, and, <laughs> and he didn't hit it. He, he nicked it behind, so. You know, as I said, it was. Uh, you know, I talk a lot about these guys. You know, first class cricket's hard. You're going to have to grind, and it was a bit of a grind yesterday. And they just kept going and going. And as I said, they they got the reward eventually. And um, you know, as I said, it was great for our group to come out on top in such a a, a big, huge game like that in a close game. As you'd expect in a close game like that, it looked like there was a bit of tension out there. Usman Khawaja a couple of times looked pr- not not his own wicket, but pretty disappointed with a couple of the decisions made and. Uh, Jordan Buckingham got him out to win the game for South Australia. He gave the shush sign. Do you know who that was uh, aimed yeah. at? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not. By then, we were sort of celebrating in the in the coach's box. So I'm not sure if he copped a little bit. There was a few people there at the end watching if, if someone had yelled out and said something. I'm not sure, but um, you know, when you, you, you obviously he was charged up full of emotion. Um, you know, I guess you, you probably do things. But again, I, I don't know why he did that and, and who he did it to, but. Um, I can see now. He, he, he um, you know, he probably had He probably didn't have his best day with the ball. He wasn't happy with the way he bowled, and he, 
he sort of came in and did that at the end and, and got those big three wickets. So uh, he's definitely full of emotion, no doubt about that. Remember when we had you on a couple of weeks ago, Ryan, you were full of praise for Nathan McAndrew. He took nine wickets for the match. I noticed um, Wade Second was full of praise for the way he bowled over the entire match. Um, he seems to be coming along beautifully. He's going beautifully, as you say there. He's... Um, you know, he's he's a guy that knows his game now. He's he's, he's pretty, uh, off the top of my head, I'm not 100% sure how many games he's played, but the way he talks, the way, you know, I talk to him and the way he talks in, in meetings and in games, he's, he's got a very experienced head on his shoulder and um, and he knows his game and knows his job. And, um, you know, he was he was disappointed with last week's game against WA. He picked up two or three wickets from the match and he knew he didn't do his job well enough, which he still bowled really well. But, you know, to come out, and do what he did again. You know, he's, I guess, with our bowling attack at the moment, we're trying to, we're finding it really hard to fit in. We've got five or six, if not seven bowlers that could potentially play, and we're trying to find the right mix. And, and you know, he's just one that's just, he does the job beautifully. And, and as I said, he, he doesn't complicate things. He just runs in and, and hits his areas and, and moves the ball a little bit. And, and you know, it's, it's good enough. And we've seen that the last couple of weeks. I think he's taken 23 wickets in three games. And, um, it's just been amazing. So it's, it's great to have that experience head out there as well when, when the group, especially in those situations yesterday when the, you know, the pressure's on and um, you know, there's, there's, well, they're, they're, we don't send plans out for the box, but there's all these different plans we're talking about that maybe we should get them out there. But he was really calm and collected yesterday with Jake Lemon, the captain, which got uh, us over the line. So we had a former Australian fast bowler, SEN commentator and South Australian assistant coach, Ryan Harris. It's been tough for the Redbacks in recent seasons. Do you feel like the wheel has finally turned? Oh, it's turning. <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> turning. I mean, it, we, 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 you know, the part of the reason I took this job is you know, we've got such a great bowling group, but it's, it's a team that I look from afar that have, have been building um, over the last couple of years, as you say, but just probably haven't taken that, that extra step. So I felt as though I could have an influence down here and, and, and you know, continue with, with Jason Gillespie to, to, to what he's been building over the last, you know, three to five years. So, it's definitely turning, um, and again, I, I you know I said just before that games like yesterday, um, you know the sh- the fight, as I said, the fight that the the players showed, the bowlers, and, and even you know the fielders were, were catching with outstanding in that innings. You know the fight that they show, and, and to come on come out on top in those games, they're the ones that I think help you grow with your culture and your belief in your in your in yourself, but also in your teammates. And um, you know we, I've only been here what six months, but. It, you know, the, the South Australian teams that I've watched from afar in the, in the last few years wouldn't necessarily they'd probably give up there. And, and so it's working. Uh, Dizzy, Dizzy's working, you know, beautifully with these guys to get that self-belief. And, um, you know, I'm, as I said, I'm just coming to try and help him, you know, com- you know reaffirm all that sort of stuff. And as I said, that, that, that yesterday was just such a, a huge, huge thing for not just our playing group in Brisbane, but our guys sitting back here watching it from afar and, and you know, seeing what it does take to what fight means and, and how hard first-class cricket can be as well. On the batting side, uh, Henry Hunt made a century in the first innings. He's been mentioned in the conversation as a potential um, replacement for David Warning. You know, Cam Bancroft's in that conversation, Matty Renshaw, Marcus Harris, who made a century uh, for the Vicks a couple of days ago. Do you think he's ready now? And, and, and what do you like about his game? Uh, I I definitely think he's going to be the one that's going to get close. Whether he's ready right now, I'd like to see another good you know, innings or two. And we don't want to lose him just yet because he, he does a great job for us at the top of the order. But he's definitely one that's going to be around the mark. I think probably the guys you mentioned there are probably in front of him at the moment. I think Henry's probably had a, 
a couple of years that he hasn't probably lived up to his his own expectations. And, and you know, I think that was his first hundred in in year and a half or season and a half. So, um, you know, I'd like him, yeah, to go to maybe you know to bang out a couple more hundreds for us. That'd be nice. And but he's one that I do think can sit at the top of the order for Australia. His technique's very good. He's got a very very good defence. Uh, probably one of the better ones I've seen going around, to be honest. And um, you know, so I think, yeah, ultimately I think he, he's definitely going to be around the mark. But um, you know, those other guys you mentioned, I guess for me, obviously what we want our South Australian players as many as we can playing in our Australian team. But the names you mentioned there are all making runs, which I think is really good for Australian cricket. Absolutely. Speaking of Australian cricket, it was an amazing week uh, with that innings from Glenn Maxwell. Just interested from a bowling coach point of view, when. Glenn is in form like that. It was such a unusual innings because of the the cramping that he was suffering. Is there is there anything you can do as a bowler, or any advice you'd give to a bowler bowling against a player in that sort of form, or is it when they're like that, there's just not much you can do? Um, there's not a lot you can do. I mean, when, when someone hits a ball like that, it's 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 really hard. But one thing I did notice that there were a lot of balls in the slot, which allowed him to do it. I, you know, with him not being able to move very 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 little. You know, you probably would have tried to, you know, bowl a little bit wider or move him around the crease. Um, you know, change your angles maybe and um, come around the wicket even just to get him moving because of, you know, he was very limited. But um, just seeing that, um, the way he did that, the, some of the shots, you know, he didn't, he didn't ever move. The only thing he was moving was his bat and he middled it. Uh, <laughs> it was just phenomenal uh, to see. And, and the amount, I mean, the pain that we've, we've seen or heard that he was in was and to, to keep fighting on. That That would have been... Yeah, you know, that would have been unbelievable pain he was he was feeling. So, just to see him do that and 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 to score two hundred, oh, I think I went to bed at uh, seven for sixty or seven for yep. eighty, thinking what a, a little bit frustrated and angry that you know a couple of the dismissals that, that that from from you know the top order. Um, thinking I'm waking up in the morning and, and just seeing we've been beaten by Afghanistan and and then seeing that result was just was just amazing. And then again watching that watching those complete highlights was was phenomenal. Yeah, an absolutely crazy inning. So just on. For the next game. So it's basically a dead rubber. We're playing South Africa yeah. in the semi-finals next week. He clearly was in a lot of discomfort in that game. He probably wants to play against Bangladesh. I'm sure he does. Would you consider resting him for that game, given that there's not much on the line? It'd have to be, you know, how's, how's he pulled up? I think that would be that's the question. Um, potentially it would. Uh, you know, he's obviously missed the game before that as well through that uh, little golf buggy incident. So... The, the, the danger, I guess, they've got with all the players is they probably want to rest a couple, but you know you still want to try and win and keep that winning thing feeling going into that game. Um, now the bowlers might need a bit of a rest and might be Paddy, you know, sitting out for a game. Who knows? But ultimately, you don't want to, if, you know, for someone like Glenn, who as I said he's missed a game already, he might just want to keep that going. So if he's pulled up and he's really stiff and sore, then you're going to have to give him a go, uh, give him a rest. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see what we do do because, as I said, we don't want to go into that into that semi final. You know, losing the game, you know, so it's, it's good. Yeah, seeing from afar, it's going to be fascinating to see what the selectors do. It's been a high scoring World Cup, so it's been tough for a lot of the bowlers across the teams. But do you think our bowlers have been a little bit underwhelming, a bit disappointing? Yeah, I, I do. I, I probably do. I've been saying that, as you say, it's, it's, it's a huge, um, hugely high scoring um, place to play in here. Um, so it, it's not just our bowls or the cop of the, the brunt of it. It's it's you know it's all teams. But I do I, what I've seen of our bowlers. It's been probably a little bit underwhelming. But again, you know the lengths that they're, they're missing on they you know they don't probably normally miss. And maybe they're trying a bit harder to get the ball a bit fuller to get a swing. I'm not sure. But it, 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 I've probably been a little bit disappointed. But again, 
you know, the, the, the trend of the World Cup shows that it's, 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 the wickets are, are very flat and it's the small grounds and they're fast outfields. So, um, you know, ultimately we had, I think we had a slower start. I think we've gotten better and, um, you know, both with bat and ball. Uh, and we're sitting here now, you know, in a semi-final, which, you know, after the first two games, I thought was going to be um, a pretty, pretty tough position mm. to get to. And they've done it. And they played some really, really good cricket as well. Got a pretty good history against South Africa in uh, big matches. So hopefully that uh, remains. Just on selection, though, it's been an interesting World Cup because uh, we've had, you know, Travis Head started late and then Glenn Maxwell knocked himself out. Mitch Marsh had to come home. Steve Smith suffered from vertigo. But it looks like for the semifinals, we might have 15 players available. So... What what are you doing with the lineup? If Steve's available, you're going an extra bowler, you're going another all rounder. What would you be doing with the the final eleven? Yeah, that's the interesting thing. As I said, I, you want to win this game, so um, ultimately you probably like you would like to probably pick your you know, semi final eleven. But again, I'll, if there's an opportunity maybe for Hazel, one of the bowlers to rest or Paddy, or maybe even Mitchell Stark. I'm, I think he he went under you know in the World Cup with under some you know injury cloud with a, with a groin, so. You know, he, he might need that little bit of a rest, but, it, you know, it, as I said, you want to make sure you keep that winning clear. I think I've won six in a row, I think it is. So, you know, ultimately you want to keep that going. Um, or, you know, or do you give, you know, the, the guy sitting on the sideline a, a go? Um, as I said, I think I'd like to probably pick the, the, the strongest team still and, and make sure we've got that good feeling going into that semi final. Ryan, always uh, great to catch up. Uh, well done yesterday from a South Australian point of view. Unbelievable performance. Actually, just before I do let you go, um, big day in Australian cricket yesterday. Meg Lanning announcing her retirement. Um, I'm not sure if you had much to do with Meg, but uh, how do you sort of look on her career? Oh, a, a, a great of our game, you know, and for the women's game, especially. I managed to go on a tour with her over to New Zealand uh, just after sort of COVID times and and was fascinated, obviously, that they were, they were pretty good. They are still a pretty good side, and it was great to see how the team functioned under her and Matthew Might at the time. And you know, the way she leads and, and led that team for so long is is a huge. You know, it's it's, it's great for Australian cricket and women's cricket. And, and you know, it's a big decision. I know I saw the interview yesterday, and she was quite emotional. But she's done such a great thing for our for, for our game in Australia, and as I said, the women's game and the success that she's had. She can hold her her head, um, you know, up very high. So. Uh, yeah, congratulations to her, and um, oh, look, I'm, you know, she's obviously ready for the next stage of her life. So good luck, good luck to her. Yeah, well said, uh, Ryan. Thanks again for your time, and uh, good luck in the next game against uh, WA next week for the Redbacks. Thanks, Julian. Thanks, mate. Great to chat to Ryan Harris. Cricket update: Study business at Cricket Victoria, powered by RMIT. Visit Melbourne Cricket Education.